0: Hello and welcome to another podcast by Morgan Laroche. Today we will be looking at anti-racism in the workplace. Racism has no place in our society and should have no place in any business or organisation. We live in a multicultural society and while the world has moved on in some ways over the decades, ingrained inequalities and injustices around race sadly still exist. It is the responsibility of every employer to ensure that a zero tolerance approach is actioned throughout every strand of its organisation. The Equality Act 2010 st- sets out clear guidance for organisations to shape their anti-racism strategy in the workplace. But where to begin? As a responsible employer, you are likely to have within your staff handbooks and procedures some information around this within your equality, diversity and inclusion policies, but perhaps not to any great detail. This is unsurprising given that racism can feel difficult to talk about as it is such an emotive topic. You may also believe there is no need to go to any great detail around the subject – As you may perceive your workplace to be fair and reasonable with employees who hold the same values and beliefs of fairness and equality that you would expect as reasonable. But in the interest of avoiding any misunderstanding, the six C's allow for clarity of your expectations in your workplace, not only to your employees, but to your all stakeholders, both internal and external. The first C is to clarify your organisation's values, expectations, and actively enable a zero-tolerance attitude throughout every fibre of the organisation. Clear policies and procedures must be easily accessible to all members of the organisation. Often in the Employee Handbook suite of HR policies and sometimes by publishing their values, statements on their website and social media platforms. The second C is to co-create a systematic approach for practical action. There really needs to be a continuous and proactive approach in taking action to promote inclusivity at work. To take a half-hearted ad hoc approach would give the impression the organisation does not recognise the importance of promoting anti-racism at work and would lose any value in its message, be a waste of time and could have the opposite effect despite any good initial intention. Organisations should scrutinise all people management practices and operational processes and tackle head-on any signs of racism. This scrutiny is essential if the organisation is to have a clear understanding of the areas which need attention. Clear gathering of data will provide insight into where to begin, identify the key areas and begin to explore the solutions. If you're unsure where to start, There are plenty of useful organisations such as Race Equality First, the Runnymede Trust and Show Racism the Red Card, as well as other standard employment bodies such as the CIPD and ACAS. Next, an organisation has to commit to its assurances with sustained and visible action. It's all well and good to have the best written policy, but if it is not put to practice, it might as well not be written at all. The drive of action of commitment has to be led from the top. Senior management buy-in will go a long way to influence and champion change. There's no one way to do this, but the body set up to eradicate racial stigma can help with ideas on how to do this. For example, your CEO may want to sign a pledge and display this in a prominent position for all to see, perhaps in reception or in the staff canteen. The fourth C is to objectively, critically appraise your people management approach. This includes picking through your recruitment process from beginning to end, evaluating your talent pool and really examine your recruitment marketing campaigns if you were to attract a wide and diverse workforce. This can be done with a working party lead by HR in collaboration with people managers to really analyse a typical career life cycle, from recruitment process, career progression, reward structures and looking at ways to eradicate unconscious bias in any of these fields. If an employee feels subject to an act of anti-racism, do they know what course of action they can take to raise their concern? Often fear of speaking up and being seen as problematic can stop victims of racism from speaking up and continue to accept it as part and parcel of their life when they should not have to. Promote the routes available to ask for help and encourage people from BAME groups to have an active role in this. Their viewpoint is invaluable in making this part of the process effective. Being different is not a problem but an asset. Your fifth C is to connect your people. You can do this by creating safe spaces to voice opinions and share experiences. Set up a working group consisting of members from a cross-section of the organisation, from different backgrounds and a varying race, and this connection will organically thrive and benefit the work you do here, as well as create true buy-in from your employees. Encourage informal discussions around race and terms associated with racism to address the issue around racism. The more this is done, the less uncomfortable it will feel. Look at how to raise awareness and celebrate different aspects of your multicultural workforce. You might want to encourage volunteers from within your workforce or from outside of the organisation to hold talks with staff to raise awareness of anti racism and the effects of racist behaviours. The sixth and final C may well be m- most important communicate, communicate, communicate. Keep discussions active, consistent, and constructive. Make sure the conversations remain two-way, otherwise it will not be productive. In larger organisations, it helps for BAME groups to meet regularly and be the voice for the wider BAME employee group and give safe passage to relay matters of concern to senior management when they may otherwise feel uncomfortable or unsafe to do so. Senior managers should always acknowledge the concerns and communicate actions taken to continue in the efforts to combat anti-racism, which may be conscious or otherwise. Where action is needed or policies updated, communicate with all staff what has changed. Always keep the thread of a zero tolerance to racism present throughout each stage of your campaign. Two-way communication promotes a dual commitment in creating a culture where everyone can thrive and take responsibility for treating people with the respect and dignity they deserve. Discussing and tackling topics around protected characteristics or other emotive matters are never easy, but where there are obstacles, there are always solutions. If you'd like help in tackling anti-racism in the workplace, we can help. Check out our website to get in touch.